It's back to Rhinebeck in episode 37. I'm Kate. I'm Tammy, and this is Niche Geller. Hello. How are you today? <laughs> I'm just dancing to the music. It's so nice to be able to like hear the music um, as we're recording now. I know. It's so it makes it so much easier. So you know, like when to talk, and you know, we're a little more. Yeah. I don't know. Dynamic now. <laughs> Happy little tune. It is a happy so, tune. Well, this is good. We're actually recording sooner rather than later. Yes. Um, maybe getting back on a better schedule. Yeah. and I think so. I think that we, um, if we can get through our technical issues that we've been having so that things don't take so long on my end, then it'll be something that we can get, um, get our podcast maybe back to our two-week schedule, our bi-monthly schedule at least is what I'd like to try to do, so... Um, we'll have to see how that goes. Maybe if we have enough people banging on our doors, then our proverbial email doors, then <laughs> then we'll get that done. So, yeah, it, do you think anyone's still listening? I don't know. I've heard a few people say maybe possibly that they were listening, but we'll have to see. Okay. So anyway, well, that's good. Yeah. So last night when I was at Knit Together, um, someone said, "Have you knit the cardigan for Arwen yet?" And I said. No, but I said no, but Tammy was knitting it, and I kind of went through your ups and downs with it and everything, and so I was just kind of wondering how that was going along, and, you know, if you had any tips for anyone else who may or may not be starting it. Um, My tip is, don't do it. (laughs) Run far, far away. It's a beautiful, beautiful sweater, but... um, Oh my goodness. I sat down this weekend because um, I finally had, a, you know, like my second weekend at home, mm-hmm. not traveling. So um, I, I spent the greater part of Saturday working on it. And I am up to the sleeve portion on the right front, which is my last piece. Mm-hmm. So all I have left is the sleeve and that part of the body and then the hood and then seaming it together. Um, but the sleeve is like the never ending sleeve of doom. Uh huh. And then this is also the place where I made pattern modifications and took very good notes on, um, like the extra short rows that I added and everything. And then, um, left that pattern in the seat pocket of the plane. Oh, of course. (laughs) Now I kind of have to recreate and trying to remember exactly what I did and, and, um, you know, make it look, look, um, at least somewhat similar. Well, um, I'm, I was looking at your picture. The pattern's not hard. It's it's just, it really is, it takes determination, and it's going to take a lot more time than you think it's going to take. Mm-hmm. And you just, I, I, I definitely would say you need to be an advanced knitter um, to tackle it. All right, I hear you. Well, I was looking. Read all the read all the project notes. Sorry. I was looking at your pictures, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, the cables are just so beautiful! I can see why people want to knit it." And then I was like, "Well, you know, everything that I've heard from Tammy is again, don't do it, basically." So I tell you, if you if you if you like that cable pattern, mm-hmm. go knit the um the Knit Picks Coffee Cup Cozy. <laughs> it's the same pattern <laughs> on a much smaller scale. There you go. That's a great idea. <laughs> It was funny because Krista um, is knitting it with me as well, and you know, so we're commiserating it together on Thursday nights, and you know, emails back and forth like, okay, how far did you get? Where are you at? Have you done this yet? You know, that kind of thing. It's like, and we keep telling each other, it's like we can't start anything else that we want to until 
we finished Arwen. Yeah. So, I mean, she she's like saying, you know, it's not a cardigan for Arwen. It's it's a cardigan for um oh shoot, now I can't remember the name of of the um the witch in Lord of the Rings. Oh. <laughs> uh, Galadriel. Galadriel. She was, it's a cardigan for Galadriel, not Arwen, you know, and <laughs> and um you know, so we're we're kind of having a little fun with it that way just to kind of get through it. Um but she's she's kind of having the same issues that I am. But we keep finding these patterns going, Oh look, isn't this pretty she sent me one, I don't remember what it was, but it was like it looked kinda of like rogue. Mm-hmm. You know, rogue is like the pullover hooded sweater. But it wasn't rogue. But she sent it to me and goes, Look at this, isn't this gorgeous? And I emailed her back and I said, It's the R Wing cable And she's <laughs> like, You just rigged it for me So you just never can. It reminds me of the one I used for my um laptop bag, you know? And oh yeah. So I was like, but it had. I mean, it's not quite as tight as that. I think, or maybe I don't know. It's really right. pretty though. So anyway, I really liked it. And then I had also commented recently on. I guess I had never really seen your finished um, Hey Teach, the second one that you did. And oh, the brown one. Yeah, because it's really pretty. I love the colors and I love the buttons that you found for that. It's great. Those buttons were just. A complete accident. Mm-hmm. I actually bought them at Simply Fibers, and I was looking for, um, oh, not brass, but more of a, a gold tone, mm-hmm. you know, metal type. And um, I just, I, I was, I had a, the sweater pieces laying out on the table, and I was just pulling like every button off uh-huh. the shelf and trying it on there. And just stumbled up on that because uh, I picked it up. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to like these. And I laid it on there and went, oh, my goodness. It's like it, they were made for it. They're, it's so pretty, too. I mean, they do look like they were made for it. They're like little dark colored buttons. With, I mean, they're, it's almost like a starburst on, yeah. on it, you know, that's the same color as the sweater. So very, very pretty. So anyway, um, what else do you have going on? to get pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they turned out good. I like them. I like the pictures of it, Thanks. too. So, what else do you have working on here? I was looking through your well, projects. I think from our last um, podcast, I finished all that jazz and got that blocked, and I didn't get a lot of extra um, length in it like I'd hoped. So I really think I am going to have to make another one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like it, and and I mean the color and the yarn is just yummy. So I mean I'm and I used I mean seriously every last bit of that yarn. I actually ended up. Um, I had to tink back one row because I knew I wasn't going to have enough yarn to cast off. Oh. And then, so I tinked it back, and then I get to where I was, like, casting off, and seriously, I had, like, 20 stitches and ran out of yarn. Oh, no. So I had to do the last 20 stitches um, with, I, it was actually, it was the Malabrigo Soft um, Solace. Uh-huh. And, and there was part of it that was just like kind of the same blue and green. So other than the fact that it's, um, you know, more of a fingering weight than a sport weight, mm-hmm. um, you, you, you really can't tell unless you know what you're looking yeah, for. So you know that, that was a good fake out. Is it, pos- um, is it possible to do the ruffle in a different color? Like if you kind of ran into that problem, is it possible to do that whole oh, sure. ruffle in a different color? Cool. Yeah, idea. I think some people have done that before. I just, you know, wanted it to be over with that yarn <laughs> yeah. and everything. So cool. I'm definitely gonna have to make another one. They'll be the full size and have enough yarn to make it. Um, the other thing I'm working on, I'm kind of trying to be um, a little monogamous um, with Arwen and then Ishbel, um, which is my 
it's the knit along for Nema Nema. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm also using it for the Loopy Use um, fourth quarter challenge, which is a shawl. Um, so I'm doing the small version of that, and I've, um, I've got through two of the lace charts now, through all the stockinette parts. I've done two of the lace charts, so it should be, you know, getting finished maybe by this weekend if I, if I'm lucky. Mm -hmm. And then my car knitting is, um, the Burt cloth from um, Mason Dixon uh -huh. for my niece, who's expecting her first baby. Yay. And then um, from our last episode, okay, I, I, I know. crocheted. I see ah! that. I see that you I... have not only crocheted, but finished crocheting several things here. What is, what's going on? <laughs> well, okay, I made... When I was looking for, like, some little baby things to make, mm -hmm. you know, because I just... This this is my favorite niece, and she's actually my only niece, other than my nephew's wife. And um, so they've been married for seven years, and this is their first baby, and they've been trying for a while and everything. And so I just really wanted to, you know, like put some stuff together for her, you know, and just smother the baby in hand mitts, you right. know, not literally, but, you know. Um, so I was looking, like, for some some good patterns to do and I came across the oh so soft baby washcloths mm -hmm. which I think were done the pattern they were done in Bernat cotton tots uh -huh. and you know and I'm like okay seriously there's got to be something in my stash that'll work for this yeah. so I had some blue sky organic cotton in this rich chocolate brown mm -hmm. and so I'm like going oh this will be great for those and I pull it out I'm like it's a crochet pattern. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, you know, I mean, I could have just knit up like the little dish cloths and, you know, and, and had them as like the small cloths or whatever. I'm like, you know, let's, let's just try it. Okay. Seriously. I made five of them in like three hours. So they were so fast. And then I used um, some um, classic elite premier that I got, which was actually the very first skein of yarn I ever bought when I learned to knit. So it's really kind of special yarn, and it's kind of in a, a natural color cotton, and they're, they're so stinking soft. It's a mercerized cotton. Uh -huh. These things are so stinking soft. I mean, I just, I love them. And her colors that she's decided are um, for the nursery. Um, we don't know what kind of baby she's having. Um, <laughs> kind of baby. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I, I don't do babies. You know the yeah. you know me. It's but, funny. you know, I'll, I'll like this one and I'll talk about it a lot. Um, mm. But it's going to be chocolate brown, sage green, and ivory. Mm -hmm. So um, I have the chocolate brown. I have the basic, the natural, the ivory. And then I'm using my leftover um, cotton that I made my Hey Teach out of uh -huh. um, for the burp cloth. Because it's kind of an organic cotton, too. And then I ordered some Knit Picks Comfy in um, those colors, and um, I got a darker green as well, and I'm gonna make the modern baby blanket out of um, Mason Dixon. I have that one on my on my queue to listen or to try too. I just haven't, you know, I haven't quite got there yet. So I don't know. I've, well, the cool thing about that, I'll have to send you um, a file. I did a an Excel spreadsheet, mm -hmm. and um, you know, I had to I had to play around with it to get like the right um, proportions and everything. But then I've got it like plugged in where it's like this is how many stitches you need for like the baby. I mean, it's just the baby size. You'd have to adjust it. But it's in like the four colors. So then you can just highlight the squares that you want and change your colors. 
to kind of see what it's going to look like before you knit it up. Mm -hmm. So you can cool. see the color placement. I see. That's a good idea. How neat. Cool. Well, um, so it sounds like you got, you've been getting a lot done and you have a few things going on. How much longer do you think it'll be before you finish Arwen? Uh, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping this weekend, if I can have another, you know, solid three, four hours on both Saturday and Sunday, and, um, if I get to work on it at all tonight, and um, after we're done recording, I, I'm just, I want it done so bad, I'm just going to power through it. And Friday, I don't think we have anything going on Friday night, so I might be, I might be good there. Cool. Oh, and I cranked out another Starcross Slashy Beret. Which is, I just love that pattern. Yeah, that. And I and I had to do something else, so I made a hat like in two hours. Cool. I didn't look and oh. see if that in your projects yet, so I'll have to look and see where that's at. Yeah, it's the blueberry beret. Blueberry beret <laughs> instead of raspberry. The raspberry beret. <laughs> How funny. So it was it was the blue yarn I bought at Webs. It was the Queensland rustic wool. Mm -hmm. okay. So it turned out really good. Oh, and you've been knitting nice. like a menagerie of like animals. Yes, I actually. Is this your secret knitting, or can you talk about it? Um, yeah, this isn't necessarily my secret knitting or anything. Um, my secret knitting is done, and I can talk about that. And um, you know that we have been um, praying for uh, Dane Knits, Dana, um, who's a podcast listener, and um, Tabitha Knits, who um, is an awesome pattern writer, had written up. Um, speaking of Arwen, she had written up a whole like just slew of patterns um, that she calls Arwen, and she has a cowl, some mitts, some, um, a hat, and just tons of stuff like that. And so um, I did the Arwen cowl, and um, basically we, uh, a group of us, knit a bunch of different items: the cowl, the hat, the mitts, um, a scarf, I think, and a few different things, and sent them to uh, Dana, who's kind of down down and out for a little while right now with her sickness and um you know just kind of did that to cheer her up so that was my secret knitting and now that um that's done I can uh actually I put the project out there anyway so I made two of them I made one of them as a test knit and um I made it out of the Nashua Creative Focus Worsted and that yarn is um well, it's merino and alpaca, so it's so super soft. And, mm. however, my small disclaimer... Is it itchy? Uh, it is not itchy. Not to, it's definitely okay. not itchy. But it is kind of fuzzy. And so when you have something fuzzy right by your face, um, it's kind of a little, you know, I don't know, just a little too much, I think. So um, my cowl that I did is a test knit um, in that... Um, is probably going to go to somebody for Christmas. So got a Christmas one off my list. And I may actually have to give away my good luck cowl, too, that I knit. Um, oh. I did that out of um, the out of alpaca, um, drops alpaca, actually. And I made it for myself because I thought it would be really great to have, you know, keep me warm and wear, even if I'm in the house, maybe it would add some extra heat. And I wore it twice. And one time I had it on for over an hour straight. I think it was probably about an hour and a half. And when I took it off, I had broken out in hives. So <laughs> something tells me I might be allergic to alpaca. 
Oh no. Yeah. So I just don't like things on my neck. So I just I can't get into that cowl. The cowl thing. Well, I like it because I made it loose enough to where it's really just like, you know, it's not like a turtleneck where it's tight against your neck. You know, it's mine is like really loose and it doesn't really even touch my throat. So it kind of lays across the back and kind of comes down um, and hangs closer to like where my collarbone is so that it, you know, so it's not like grabbing me. And um, it's really soft and it's so warm. And so I'm going to give it another shot. And if I break out in hives, then we don't know. <laughs> that's a deal breaker. I know. That's a deal breaker. So um, I started the, the Deadliest Crab Project, which is um, just kind of for fun. And Was I'm, that on Nitty? Was that the latest yeah. episode in, or issue of Nitty? <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been a surprise one or maybe it was on the one of the latest, one of the okay. last issues. And it's so cute. And I had a little bit of trouble with the pattern because it it was one of those where you just have to kind of knit what it says and blindly follow it and don't worry about what you're doing and how it's going to turn out. And I don't do so well with that. I need to kind of see the big picture so I can understand what I'm knitting. And so I was so frustrated thinking, you know, this pattern could have been a little explained a little bit more, but my crab looks pretty normal. Um, his bobbles weren't spaced out the way they were supposed to, but I didn't really care about that. And um, now I'm just doing, you have to knit six of the same legs and then two of the front with a claw. And so I've done four of the legs and then I was like just tired of knitting legs. And so I (laughs) took a break (laughs) and decided to knit um, a pattern called Fuzzy Mitten Lamb. And um, it's for, it's for my friend who's having a little baby and um I was gonna knit the Sophie um pattern that we mentioned in our last podcast and I just decided to go ahead and do the lamb instead because it was just so cute and I had some super soft pink yarn for that and I may go back and do the lamb I mean the the bunny rabbit Sophie as well but I'm not really sure yet so so okay you don't really have Picture. I mean, there's just a little itty bitty picture. Oh yeah, let me. Oh there. Oh. Okay, that is the pattern. I know. So if you're making baby stuff, the one at the bottom with the furry yarn. Isn't that one cute? I know. Something suitable for fun fur. Exactly. I have been, and if you felt it, it may even be even more. But I am using a tweedy gray for the front face or for the front part of him, and then the body. I wanted to do it in white, like a white and pink, but you know that's just going to totally end up dirty, and it's going to be a huge mess for the person to have to take care of. And so I'm using this yarn that um, that I got in a swap. That's like Barocco something or other. That's like fuzz. It's like uh, it's almost it's flat basically it's instead of being round like most yarn is it's just a flat piece of yarn and it's oh yeah but pink and fuzzy kind of stuff so it's really soft it's almost like velvet in a way so i can't remember what the name of the yarn is uh, and i obviously haven't added it to my projects yet so um so i'm hoping that it comes out good we'll have to see how the face goes <laughs> we'll have to see how that goes funny so it's cute i just cute it yeah, you should make that to like send along with your baby blanket because I think I'm gonna make yeah. a, a blanket to go along with it too. I'm not really sure yet. Like, I like having my queue to only be one page, and I'm on two pages right now. So uh. that's, that's <laughs> good. 
that is not good. So um, other than that, um, I did finish a Christmas present for my sister, and I don't think she listens to the podcast, but um, I went ahead and knit, her, knit the owl hat, the who hat, to go along with her who mitten, you know. No, no more owls. I know, and so um, I just have to sew the little eyes on it and block it, and then that will be done, and that'll be a present, another present done, and. Um, what else? Um, oh, I started knitting a bag for my oldest son, Logan, to carry his uh, little uh, gaming miniatures in. Like his, He plays Dungeons and & Dragons, and he has like the little tiny dragons and the little tiny rogues and stuff, and he, um, he wanted something to carry them in. And so I'm using this pattern called Deep Sea Flower Dice Bag, and I just kind of, I'm using the Memories yarn that you gave me like a long time ago, like probably two okay, years ago. Okay, yeah, it was a Knit Pick Sock um, yarn. Yeah, and I just doubled the pattern, and um, it, it is a really fun pattern. I don't know if that's how you knit Jay, the Jaywalkers or not, but um, it looks kind of like Jaywalkers to me. And okay. so, anyway, it would be really cute in something like Noro or even like Patton's Soy Wool Stripes or something and um, Feltable or whatever. So, but I just happened to have that and I wanted to start it and I made it and now it's been my go-to knitting, like my in the car, don't need to pay attention to what I'm doing kind of knitting. So, um, that's been pretty easy to do. So, that's pretty much what I've got going on right now. <laughs> and. Cool. I, uh, I just have so many things in my queue that I want to be working on, and I think that's another um, the fallout from Arwen. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that I want to do something else, anything else, anything else. I hear you. So ya. even if I'm just queuing them, it's like okay, someday I'll get to knit something else. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to do a queue episode pretty soon and try to go through yeah. and talk about what we're actually going to make. Um, I think that I'm going to sit down later tonight and make a little sweater ornament because um, for my homeschool moms co-op group, we're going to do like a Christmas card exchange. And I thought I would make the little sweater with the little coat hanger and put it on the front of my card and, you know, maybe put our knit together scripture inside of it. And, um, oh, cool. you know, then they can take it off and hang it on the Christmas tree. So that'd be kind of cool. Good so, idea. That's kind of what I'm leaning toward, and um, that's pretty much all I have going on. So, anyway, um, our as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, Tammy went to Rhinebeck and Yay. did some recording while she was there. So, um, I think that we're going to go ahead and um, talk about that a little bit, and then we're going to listen to some of those recordings that you made. You'll set them up for us, and um, then we'll be, if you stay with us, then we will be right back after this. Close my eyes and I see your face. It holds where my heart is, then I'm out of place. Lord, won't you give me strength to make it through somehow? Never been more homesick than I Help me, Lord, because I don't understand your ways. 
So today we're going to be tagging along again with Tammy, who is lucky enough to be able to go, I should say blessed enough to be able to take her second trip to Rhinebeck. And Tammy, maybe you can set it up for us a little bit and maybe, again, tell everyone uh, who doesn't know what Rhinebeck is, what it is, and um, where it's at and stuff like that. Sure. Well, I mean, I, it really was a blessing to be able to go again. And, and honestly, the only reason I was able to go was because we took the trip to Italy um, back in March. And even though it was like a big tour, we got our frequent flyer miles. Uh-huh. And so then um, Delta ran a deal where if you transferred in miles from one person's account into another, they would match it. Oh, neat. So we transferred Robert's miles into mine, and so I got double his miles added to my miles, and then that was my ticket. So, um, oh. you know, and then the rest of it I just scraped and, and you know, saved uh, to have enough money. And then, unfortunately, I went to Stitches um, right beforehand, and so my Rhinebeck budget was shot a little bit. <laughs> so, um, Rhinebeck actually is the name of the town in New York um, where the Dutchess County um, Fairgrounds are, and that's where the New York Sheep and Wool Festival is held um, every year. And um, it's kind of a, a mecca for um, knitters. I think um, we talked about this the last time um, that I was able to go last year, mm -hmm. that Maryland Sheep and Wool is actually a little bit larger, but... Um, it's in May, and Rhinebeck in, is in the Hudson River Valley in New York in the fall, in October, and it's just absolutely gorgeous with the changing leaves and everything. So um, I, I don't really know. I know I didn't record as much this trip, um, partly because I traveled alone. I did meet up with um, some knitting friends that I wouldn't have met um, except for the internet and the Loopy U and some of my spring fling um, friends. Um, so Karen and Amy were there and then Kathy and Jan um, who actually live in St. or not St. Louis, Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And um, so we just kind of, we all hooked up once we got to um, that area and we were all staying in the same hotel. So, you know, we, we hung out together and we, you know, walked around a bit and kind of split up some and, and that sort of thing. So, um, not, not a lot of recordings, but just overall, um, the weather forecast was, um, not good because we were watching it, you know, hour by hour on, on Ravelry and like people who were already there like on Thursday for classes and they were like, it's so cold and it's supposed to snow on Saturday. And, you know, and I, so I was like packing, like running out like Thursday night before I left at 5 a.m. on Friday to like buy um, the like the silk long underwear, and, <laughs> you know, just just in case, you know. And then I wasn't even going to take like a real coat. I was just going to have like my fleece, you know, and wear it. Well, then it's like, okay, now I need to take a coat. So I had my carry-on bag. I had my coat and everything. And then when I got there um, – I, and I really had a list of what I was shopping for this time, which I think was better because I knew what to expect. Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of blew that out in the first hour, <laughs> as, as we'll hear. Uh-huh. Because I made a rather major purchase. Big purchase, yeah. Pretty good-sized yeah. purchase. So, cool. So, well. um, 
So yeah, I don't know. Are we gonna like try and listen to these and then talk about it afterwards? Again, yeah, that's or? what I'll do. I'll go ahead and play the two. Because I think they are kind of short. Yeah. Well, I'll go ahead and play the two files, and um, we will um, then we'll just be able to talk whenever they're over with, and um, you can kind of we can kind of go back and talk about that big purchase that you got. So. Yeah, I'll try and take some notes as we're listening. Hi, this is Tammy, and I am at Rhinebeck, um, the New York Sheep and Wool Festival, again, 2009, and totally forgot to get the recorder out. We've been here like three hours already. <laughs> I know, it's like, really? Karen says, really? I'm with my friend Karen, the Knitting Patch on Ravelry, and we're looking at some alpacas, and they're just so stinking cute, and I know Kate said um, to try and record everything in like one long recording so she wouldn't have to mix it, but I'm not sure that's going to happen, um, so <laughs> I always have to turn it off and pause and to think, but let's see, what have we done? We, we went to Brooks, or not Brooks Farm, we went to the Fold, first of all, and we got Socks That Rock, and I got three skeins of Tanzanite Socks That Rock Lightweight, and Karen got one too, and let's see, we both might have accidentally bought um, traveling portable spinning wheels. Yeah, we're yeah, being we're, we're being quite about guilty. that. We're guilty. Karen got the hitchhiker, and I got some kind of bug that I can't remember the name of. Red bug. That was Amy, Miss Miss Socks. Amy, um, reminding me what I bought, and it's red. It's got a red wheel, so I love it. Um, so we already hauled that out to the car, and we've bought some fiber. And we both bought a sheep incognito print. And everyone thought it was going to be really, really bad weather and snowing. And so I'm, like, packing my coat and long underwear and everything. I'm like, it's absolutely gorgeous fall day. It couldn't be prettier. So, and there's a little alpaca coming to look at me. Hello. And he ran away. I was going to see if he would, like, they're huge. He is big. He is big. Are they llamas? Oh, okay. I couldn't see the sign. We saw the baby alpacas. Okay, these are llamas. We saw baby alpacas, and they were so stinking cute. So we're walking through the barns. Let's see. Who else did we see? We saw we saw um, Jessica from Tharthuela's Fibers. We ran into her. Um, have not seen many celebrity sightings yet. Um, let's see. So, again, it's a little overwhelming, although we've already, like, gone over budget, and we have a two-day ticket, so it'll be about tomorrow. I haven't bought, other than Socks at Rock, I didn't buy yarn yet, which I'm kind of, I think I'm more about the fiber this year, with the spinning. Um, I know our listeners, you know, are afraid we're going to turn into a spinning podcast, and we're not, but, um, you know, I'm spinning yarn, so I can knit yarn. And this little baby guy is so stinking cute. Glimmer glass alpacas. Um, the pretty little white one. And let's see. I don't know what else we've seen. We, oh, we bought some Grafton fibers. And um, Karen's handing me a Surrey alpaca brochure because she thinks that... Um, I need to raise alpacas, apparently, and I know Tabitha Nitz and Linda Ellie Home are always asking me to bring them an alpaca when I go to these fiber fairs, and I've let them down every time. So, there's someone else who's recording from television. Too bad we don't have a video camera. I could be doing the video podcast myself. And... 
I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, it's a, I think it's a lot more crowded this year than it was last year. And that's even with the weather scaring a lot of people off. So I think I'm going to um, turn off the recorder for now. And Kate, forgive me, but you're just going to have to um, mix it. So, um, well, I'm back. And, oh, my word, I'm tired. I think this is how, like, all the podcast segments from my Italy trip went, where I was just like, I'm so tired, my feet hurt so bad. Um, I'm sitting here looking at the fair atmosphere of Rhinebeck with the fried dough and the french fries and the fried artichokes, which there's like a two-hour line for the fried artichokes. I mean, seriously? You know, I mean, it's intriguing, but I'm not standing in line for that. We're going to try and get some chicken pot pies tomorrow when we um, come back. But um, anyway, so we're we're kind of taking a break right now and sitting on a retaining wall, kind of watching the crowds, and I think we're going to head back to our hotel and um, take it easy before we go to dinner and then go to the Ravelry party. And um, Karen and I both bought some fiber at Little Barn, which I think you can order online. I think it's littlebarn-inc.com, um, but I'll double-check that, um, or someone remind me to put the link on our website, because I'm sure I won't remember by the time we're ready to do the show notes for this. Um, but they have great fiber for really reasonable prices. I bought some at Midwest Fiber and Folk Art when I was up there, and they always give a 10% discount for cash. And so I picked up um, some fiber for Krista, one of our Knit Together knitters. Um, she's C Rain, C R A I N E, on Ravelry, and she's um, been on the podcast before when we were at the Marshfield Fiber Fair. And um, and I got some fiber for myself. Um, I really, other than the socks that rock, I did not buy yarn. I just bought fiber. But I do still have a trip to Webs on Monday. And, um, you know, even though my budget is a little bit shot because of the spinning wheel, there's still a few things on my list that I want to pick up at Webs. And Kathy Elkins is holding back some Malabrigo lace in the Va colorway for me. So, I'm going to get that and, and a couple of other things, I'm sure. But um, anyway, it's been a great day. Um, the weather was just, you know, absolutely beautiful. Praise the Lord for that. And we're very thankful for that. And, um, you know, it's just, I honestly think it's almost more crowded this year than last year. And I really thought that the threat of bad weather was going to scare people off. Um but no such luck. The colors haven't changed as much as they had last year. There's still a lot of green on the trees. You know, they're just starting to turn. So we're a little bit pre-peak, I think. But um, still very nice. And, and just it's a lovely part of the country. And I highly recommend um, if you're going to be up here the third week in October to, you know, make plans to, to come and visit um, Rhinebeck. Because it is absolutely fabulous. So I'm going to um, sign off for today and um, be back with you uh, maybe tomorrow. Maybe I'll share some of my chicken pot pie with you. All right. So it sounds like you had a great time. and It was funny, but I, I repeat myself a lot, don't I? Uh, like, when I? When I don't have someone else to talk to, really, it's like I'm just talking to the recorder. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I, I do. I say I'm a lot and um, you know, trying to trying to come up with stuff. I was I was jotting down some notes, so I'd forgotten about 
of standing in the barns with the alpacas and the llamas, um, you know, it's it's not just about shopping. It really is about seeing the animals and the sheep and everything. And that, when I mentioned that little, um, the baby alpaca, I mean, it was like maybe two and a half, three feet tall. And I think it was just, apparently stinking cute was, was the phrase of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it really was. I, I think I must have picked that up from Brianne. We'll give her her um, obligatory shout out. Um, <laughs> she says stinking all the time. So, um, yeah, just kind of looking, looking over my notes. Um, you know, we talked about, um, the fold and the socks at rock and we were actually able to go back, um, on Sunday and get in fairly early again, um, before the line, um, built up and got, um, I think I bought two more skeins on Sunday because I bought I bought the three skeins of tanzanite in the lightweight for a shawl um, on Saturday. And then on Sunday I bought um, one of their mill-ins, which is the, it's not quite right, so it was discounted. Mm-hmm. And then one of the rare gems, which um, it was also kind of a, it's, it's just not really the colorways that they expected. So um, those were the two skeins I got there. Um, let's see. The wheel. Oh yeah, the travel spinning wheel. It, that, it was from the the Merlin tree, and uh, they have the hitchhiker, and then they have the road bug, and they're basically the same wheel except the hitchhiker has the handle comes up um, above the the wheel, so it's a little bit taller, and then there's like the cutout, so you can just you know pick it up by the handle. Whereas the road bug, um, that top part is is cut off and and smoothed off, and so it's still got the the hole where your hand goes, but then there's also a hole in the wheel that you line up with it, and then that's where your handle is. Oh, but okay. it's maybe seven pounds wow. total, and the I got the double treadle and that you can actually take off um, the left pedal, and so you could do it single treadle if you wanted to, um, and then that's part of you know by taking off that treadle, and then you can take off the um, the flyer and there's like a, a notch in the right treadle for the flyer to go in. There's like a hole that, so it, it snaps in there for like storage or, or traveling. And so it's like, everything's got like their little built in, you know, this is where this goes. And, you know, when you're packing it up and it actually fits um, perfectly in my carry on suitcase. Cool. That's pretty good. So, that way you can just take it with you wherever you go. Yeah, I think it'll be I think it'll be good if we ever um try and go to like SOAR or SAF or some of the other um festivals or, or retreats that are more um spinning oriented. Mm-hmm. You know, that'll be kinda nice and um I don't know, like hopefully keeping my fingers crossed I'll get to go to the spring fling again next year. Um I I you know, we'll see what it how it goes if if I take my shaft wheel up there to spin, um or if I just take the red bug. Yeah. Um Let's see, what else? Sheep Incognito. Um, those are the really cute little um, pictures of the sheep with, like, the funny sayings, and we'll, we'll link that to the website. Um, I'm trying to think. I know there's, okay, 
little bathroom humor coming up. <laughs> there's one where there's like these little three sheep in the field and they're kind of walking in the field and there's like these gas pumps. And so the caption is passing gas. <laughs> so that's kind of what, you know, she does. It's like, that's you know, cute. little play on words. There's one where um, there's a bunny on um, the sheep's head and that's hat hair, H-A-R-E. <laughs> hair, the rabbit, Eric, you know, so play on words, everything. So those are really, really um, cute. And I'd wanted one of their those prints last year and, and couldn't make up my mind. So I um, got one this year. Um, let's see. Grafton Fibers is one of the places that I bought some spinning fiber. Mm-hmm. And then Little Barn, um, like I said, they really reasonable prices. I mean, like eight ounces for under ten dollars and then you get a ten percent discount and then they've got some other um, and that's like for your basic wool um you know whether it's bfl or um you know even the merino and then you get into like the the blends with like um some of the bombix silk and stuff and that still was only like eleven or twelve dollars you know and for larger bags so um that was that was good. So um, mentioned the weather, and you know, it just Sunday was Sunday was when the bad weather came. It was right after I left that it apparently started pouring. And then as I was driving into Massachusetts um, to Northampton, um, I drove through snow in the hill towns. And then um, so that was actually it was really really nice because it it had turned back into rain by the time I got into Pioneer Valley, which is where. I guess it's Northampton, Amherst, and Hadley, mm-hmm. kind of a little triangle of towns that, um, and and um, Webb's, of course, is in Northampton. And I actually spent the night in Hadley, in a hotel in Hadley, but I went and got, like, some um, tomato soup and, at Panera Bread and went back to my room and put my flannel pants on and, you know, was watching football and the weather was nasty outside and I was just <laughs> sitting there all cozy and knitting and Aww. so, you know, that couldn't have been better. And then Monday was just another absolutely gorgeous day and so I went to Webb's and um, actually got to meet Kathy Elkins this time cool. and she is just as, you know, adorable and lovely in person, you know, as she is on um, the Knitting Daily TV show when she's a guest on there. And, and of course, we interact with her on Twitter and, and um, you know, just, just a lovely, lovely lady. And, and Webb's is fabulous. I always highly recommend going to Webb's. And so I, that's where I bought more of my yarn this time, um, which actually Webb's is going to start carrying socks that rock. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah, but only only in the store. You can't order it online. Um, so you have to go I'm into kind the of store. Bummed about that, but it's like I tell you, if I make it back out there again, and you know, next year or so, um, it's like bring an empty suitcase. <laughs> so funny. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you had a great time out there again, and I wish you could have gone. I know, but thank you for taking me along with you with the recorder and the rest of us too, and um. We all had a really great time with that. So um, anyway, if you guys will stay with us, we will be right back with our um, Knitting from the Word. Found 
Well, you know, there's something that is really comforting about returning to a place where you've had a great time, and it just keeps you wanting to return over and over again. Going to Rhinebeck this year was so nice because I knew what to expect this time. And as knitters, we understand how important it is to reconnect with the origins of the yarn that we love through the sheep, the bunnies, the alpaca and llamas, you know, and then there's the fiber, the spinning wheels, and the tools. It makes us a part of the history of the craft. And it gives us a better understanding of why we love the simple joy of playing with yarn. But as Christians, it's even more important to make sure that we've returned to God and that we're connecting with him on a daily basis. As we mature, we sometimes become complacent in our Christian walk. How much better our lives would be if we'd returned to the joy and obedience that we had when we were first saved. Jeremiah 6.16 reads, This is what the Lord says, Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. But you said we will not walk in it. We need to continue to grow in our faith, but I think we also need to try to reclaim some of the excitement and dedication that we had as new Christians. You know, it's not too late to go back. Well, that's true. Um, I really like that whenever we start to talk about faith and growing in that faith and, and how that is. And, um, you know, we have been talking a lot about by reading um, James in the Bible, we're talking a lot about um, what it is to be um, a casual Christian and what it is to be a captivated Christian. And, you know, that captivated Christian is someone who is just constantly um, in a state of excitement, as you said, and dedication. Um, as we are whenever we're new Christians. So if you can keep that, you know, then um, keep, let God keep you captivated. Then um, just think of all the wonderful things that will come from that. When people see you, they'll say, that's what I want to be. I mean, that's the type of Christian I want to be right there, you know. Yeah. So anyway. Um, Very good. Yeah. So um, anyway, if you guys have any prayer requests for us, we would love to pray for you. Um, we know some of our listeners hesitate to ask for prayer, but we would love to pray for you either on our podcast or not on our podcast. But we also like to hear any comments or questions that you might have. And of course, our favorite praise reports. Absolutely. So thank you for listening. We really do um, just appreciate you guys so much and and um, love to hear from you and love to meet you when we are out and about um, at Rhinebeck or at our own um, knit-togethers in Springfield or in Carthage. Yes. So if you will, um, if you would have any information. Sorry, if you would like any information about where we're knitting or what we're knitting, um, you can check us out on Ravelry under the Knit Together group, or you can check out our website at knittogether.org. And I will go ahead and take this time to close us in prayer. Father God, thank you so much for this opportunity to come to you again and the opportunity to go boldly into the throne room and ask for what it is that um, we need in this world, Father. We know that you are our healer, our provider, and you are, above all, our Father. 
So right now we would just ask that you will lay your hand of healing on our friend Dana and um, just be there with her and be there with Barry as they um, struggle through this sickness of hers. And God, we just ask that you will just um, ease her pain so that she can uh, once again just be a part of the internet community where we, we love to hear from her. And um, Father, we also want to pray for Kim's family um, as she recently lost her battle with cancer. And um, we know what it is for them to um, suffer this loss and grieve right now, Father. So just be with them and uh, bring some added comfort to them, Father. And then also, Father, our Jacob, who's having seizures, uh, we, we know that you know what it is that's causing these seizures, Father, and you um, can be the one to give the, the doctors the guidance that they need, and you can be there to help heal him of these seizures, Father. Once again, we thank you for um, this wonderful time of year where we will have um, Thanksgiving with our family, Father, and we will have Christmas coming up to celebrate uh, the, the birth of your Son, Jesus Christ. And we just ask right now that you will help us to not have a stressful holiday time, Father, and to um, open the doors of giving to those who are less fortunate than us, Father. Um, we just ask all of these things in your glorious name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>